is Gene Simmons of KISS, and I'd like to introduce you to... Paul Stanley of KISS, who wants to introduce you to Ace Bailey of KISS. What's the name of the new drummer? His name is Eric Carr, and he's incredible. Okay. Now get out of here. And... Cue music. It's another episode of this A-Sides thing. Yeah, it's going to be the best one yet. Well, hey, how the hell are you? It's been a while. Dude, I'm so excited for this. You just can't hide it? Yeah. Are you about to lose control? Because you think exactly. you like it? And then I've been holding in this for a few days. Uh, I thought I was really hilarious the other day. Um, but my girlfriend Kelly probably doesn't think I'm hilarious. But we went to Indiana Tuesday, came back Wednesday, and she found a good place for like chicken sandwiches and stuff. And the one she got was called the it was called the Star Child. So then, as we're driving, like we got in the car, I was really annoying her. But I thought of this. I was like, I was like, Paul Stanley should do commercials for that. You guys want to get hot tonight? Have a chicken sandwich or <laughs> something like that. And I kept just doing that, doing Paul Stanley stuff with like. Like hot chicken, because it was, I think it's funny. Yeah, and I was like, man, they're like missing out on that. And maybe if Kelly don't find it funny, yeah. you should break up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was her parents in the car with you too? While you oh no, we home? like oh, met them there. But I mean, that's probably for the better. Yeah. Otherwise, she might have talked them out of the whole thing. Probably or they might have talked her out of the whole thing. Probably because say. then I thought of something else that was so stupid. The Great Affairs are playing in uh, Terre Haute. I think, or however you say it, Terre Haute at the end of July. And I was like, I'm going to go to Terre Haute and have a pate or something. I was trying to like, yeah, mispronounce uh, hate, pate. I'm sure it was awesome. So yeah, like I thought it was awesome. But then like anybody else listening, like people listening now, probably going to turn this off. Well, I've been drinking already. So I mean, Mm. I've only had like two before you got here, but... You know, it was enough to knock the edge off and find everything funny, or at least a little humorous. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I had to get those little. uh, I had to get my um, awkwardness out. So, Andy, what do you want to talk about today? All right. (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah. Welcome to Keith. (laughs) Welcome to Keith. (laughs) On to the topic, I guess. The second part, part deuce. Ah. Part deuce of the Kiss era. It's 1979 to 1982. So we're going to kind of circle back to the solo albums later because I feel like that could be its own kind of thing later. You should definitely get drunk for that one. Yeah. I feel like we got to bring Brian on that though because we got to like, it's going to get heated then. See, like, I kind of wish we could do something where it's almost like. Yeah, because I almost wish. It'd be cool to do something 
and have like four people arguing for, for each, each one, one yeah. or something. But we'd be on the Paul side. Where the but fuck I, are you gonna find the Peter Chris guy? Yeah, um, Shane Tassert. I think he likes oh, Peter Chris he? a lot. All right, we'll fly him in. Yeah, or we'll get him on the. We'll get him on the. Uh, what do you call the? A Zoom or Zoom? Yeah. What do you call? I sound like a fucking old man. I'm getting. <laughs> what do you I call can't. the? He could like beam in or something. We could just have like. I'm going to start saying things like the Walmart. <laughs> the Walmart. At this point. <laughs> so back to Kiss. <laughs> back to the topic at hand. So yeah, Kiss, Era 2. Yeah. Era Deuce. Era Deuce. So we got Dynasty, Unmask, The Elder, Creatures of the Night, and then four songs from Killers. Absolutely. Which I think technically, Killers came first, right? And then Creatures? Yeah. Got to keep this in order, Andy. Yeah, yeah. People Even are gonna call me out. Year, yeah. They're gonna be like, "Hey, dumbass!" You know these Kiss fans. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Bob Long gonna be texting oh, me. Yeah. God, Andy, what do you do? You even know anything about Kiss? <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey! I'm kind of a beginner compared to you guys because I've really only been into them for like ten years. Well, it's true, and I've only been into them for I don't know. 25 at least it's a long time but then bob he's like 80 years old so (laughs) he was actually into kiss back when like he was teaching gene in (laughs) kindergarten class (laughs) hi bob but you know i've got the microphone right now and you don't so fucking getting you back for all the times you're fucking with me yeah he'll just get you in a chokehold well i'm well, I was going to say he can run, too, so I can't really even probably outrun him. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. So, yeah, we picked from that era our top ten songs. Yeah. And this was actually harder than I thought it would be because with this era, and I think because I Because you don't you this, like that many? Well, no, uh. it's not even that. Like, via text, we talked about this. Like, there's plenty of songs I like. Yeah. And then there's plenty of songs I like a lot. A lot of this era is garbage. I mean, there are just a lot of songs I really can't stand. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm not even going to say, like, necessarily, I'm not going to point out any albums or anything, because as we're going, like, I don't want to ruin it. You know, I want somebody to be on the edge of their seat and go, oh, fuck, I hope he has, like, half the elder for his list. You know, like, because I'm, <laughs> you know, totally that guy. But... um but we'll talk about that as we start going down the list. So I don't know if you want to start or if you want me to start. Maybe I, I will start off because <laughs> I might be the guy that you're talking about that would like have a bunch of the shit that you hate. And there was one that I knocked off my list like yesterday and made it an honorable mention. And it's from The Elder. That's why I'll just start it off because it's probably one because I'm curious. And so my honorable mention is Only You. Hmm. Yeah. It's a Gene song. Not really a fan. See, I, I don't yeah. want to give anything away, but I mean, like, because if I say songs, you will just, you always give it away with your face. So yeah. I have to, like, be careful what I say. But there's only, like, one song I actually like on The Elder, and then there's, like, a couple songs that I'm like, ah, oh, they'd be all right, but there's still just, like, something missing. Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't know. A, 
Kiss was going for something that Kiss just shouldn't have been going for. They were the wrong band, I think, to try to do it. And on top of that, they didn't execute it well anyhow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's not that like, oh, I just want to hear Detroit Rock City. No, because I think that I think that the Paul Stanley album, even though still cheesy in spots, is still like it's mature next to the rest of Kiss's catalog. So like, oh, yeah. if Kiss was going for something more mature, like the fucking Paul Stanley album is basically a success story of Kiss going for something a little bit more mature, except it's not Kiss, but maybe barely more mature lyrically, but the elder was going for maybe too intentionally trying to be mature and do something yeah. more artistic and uh, well the thing with only you though and talking about the elder is like I think there's some cool stuff on there but like you said they were the wrong band to do like a concept album yeah musically I think it's cool I think the lyrics are stupid and it's another thing where it's the delivery is just I don't know like yeah cuz I hated this song sell it. for a while cuz Gene has some lyric like you you are the man child and I'm like what? Like, that's, like, I don't know. It just sounds weird. But then the thing that changed my mind with this song was like, I came across some demo where it was more of a love song than about the story where a kid's becoming a hero or whatever that they did for the elder. And then uh, that lady, Doro, she actually covered the original Gene version. So then that's why I knocked it down to just an honorable mention because I'm like, I think I like the Doro version more than the Kiss version, yeah. but this isn't a Doro list. It's a Kiss list. So. It's true. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my... <laughs> yeah. Your kiss is on my list. Your kiss is on my list. <laughs> How many of y'all like to get kissed out there? So I guess, do you have any honorable mentions or you just have 10? I don't, man. I just kept it at 10 because I felt like with this whole selection of songs and these albums, the whole honorable mention thing was like a slippery slope where I could have just fucking drove myself crazy, you know? So that's why I thought that one worked as honorable mention because I guess some of that stuff with The Elder, it was like a different album before they changed the concept. It was supposed to be more of like a rock album. Yeah. So, so I can't judge it by what it was supposed to be before it, like what it became. Right. So like, I guess my number 10 that I replaced that with is from Unmask, and it's easy as it seems. Man, that was one that seriously, I had a hard time not putting it on my list. Yeah. And no fucking joke, like today, I pulled my list back out and was staring at it, listening to that song, going, yeah. fuck, like, it's just, it's tough. It was, it was, it was tough, and I mean, with a couple other songs, I'll explain why, but, yeah. Yeah, because see, the thing is, like, that song's cool, and then, sure, this is, like, a really poppy, like, record, and it's really, like, polished, and there's, like, keyboards all over the place, and even that song's got, like, a keyboard right. solo. You took away the keyboards from that song. I think it could fit on a lot of other Kiss albums. I mean, dude, I like that record. Yeah. I mean, I really do. It's, you know, it's just a solid pop record. There's stuff on it I really don't like, but not much. I mean, solid front to back. I've always thought Unmask was really good. You know, it could have been better. There's certain yeah. reasons it could have been better, but they were at least, to me trying to do something more interesting without completely losing fucking sight of who they were as a band. Yeah. Like the elder, like 
you know, it's like the opposite of that. Like, okay, we got creative. We tried some new things, harmony-wise, melody-wise, um, you know, structure-wise and everything, but it was cohesive and it worked. Like, there's just things that, you know, there's a lot of cheese, but they're a fucking cheesy band, so, <laughs> I mean... And they were wearing capes then, too, so that's pretty cheesy. Fuck it, man. I like the capes. Yeah, like, I do, too. Go be superheroes. I do like the capes, but I don't really like the Peter Chris thing where it looks like he's, like, a peacock or something. It's just weird. Like, I like the jeans cape. You know, he's got the weird-looking, like... Yeah. Almost, like, stone or concrete kind of outfit with the red cape. But then, like, I don't know, Peter Chris is just... It's just weird. (laughs) Yeah, like well, he's basically a peacock. You can only <laughs> you can only do so much with that shit. I don't know. I always dug the later on the ace suit later that was just like this pleather jumpsuit with one big giant lightning bolt going all the way down from like his neck past his dick. Yeah, know? like the elder one. Yeah, yeah, where it was like yeah. <clears throat> I always thought that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his dick. Dick. It's not a party till somebody starts saying dick. Well, so, hey, my number 10 is actually yeah. from Unmasked as oh. well. Oh, cool. And I'm going to show a little love to the guy that I was ragging on right out the gate. I mean, oh, really? I mean, not really, but... So, it's an Ace song. And to me, it's really, even for an Ace song, pretty different. And I really... The guitar works really fucking cool. I think I know what Torpedo I mean. Torpedo Girl. Dude, yeah! <laughs> I mean, and... I like that one. But the thing is, with that one, like... His fucking vocal delivery works with the fucking lyrics, and the lyrics are kind of like silly, but they they work yeah. because they do have like charm to them, and you're singing it like that hook is fucking awesome, you know. Yeah. The backing vocals come in with ah, you know, torpedo, you know, it's just you know. Yeah, I like that, that part like, too. I know all everybody listening to this and hearing whatever the fuck just came out of my mouth is probably like that's not the song. I don't know what that was you just fucking did, but that's not the song. But the fucking guitar works really cool too because it's really different. Like, I mean, for Ace, it just has like a different kind of thing feel to it too, and tone and whatever. And I don't know, man. To me, that's a standout song on that record. And there's other moments with Ace where it's just really fucking bad, but. Man, I really wanted to have that song on my list because I like that song. And you're talking about the guitar, but I think the drum's different where it's kind of like too. swingy, yeah. like the doom, 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 yeah. or something like this. Just the, the beginning. whole thing. It's really like, jazzy or something. Yeah. yeah. And then I like the part where he's like, come on, get your feet wet. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like right before it goes into the whole fucking yeah. like solo or breakdown or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, man, good choice. I well, like that. You. That was like one that was like a skosh off. Man, it was one that, you know, I wanted to maybe kick it off a couple times, but I was like, once it came down to it, I was like, I really love that song, man. Yeah. You know? I'm glad you got it because I didn't, so now we got yeah, to at least so talk about it. There you go. <laughs> Let's talk about your number nine. My number nine? Ooh. My number nine is from Killers, and it's not going to be the only one from Killers either. Spoiler alert. Well, now, number nine. Me neither. It's Nowhere to Run. Fuck yeah. I really like uh, the little acoustic um, intro, and then it kicks in. It's just like a really like solid like rock song, man. It's <clears> like, <throat> I wish that that one would get more love. 
Should I go ahead and spoil where that's at on my list, or should I just wait till we get there? Because it's on my list. It's one of um, my fucking favorite Kiss songs. I mean, I love that fucking song. Dude. Well, then save it, then. Yeah. I'll say it. Was, yeah, I'll just mention it. We can talk about it now, and I'll just mention it later. Like, whoop, that's where it was. Mine actually, like, this was one of the first when I was really getting into Kiss like 10 years ago. This is one of the first ones that I would say would be like one of my favorite songs. It's kind of oh, dropped yeah. a lot because I heard more, but right. it was initially like up there because I came across it through the box set. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like it's like Paul Stanley's solo record. Like yeah. It sounds like a leftover from that other than the fact that it's possibly better than anything on that. Yeah. Even. I mean, I love that whole fucking thing that – you know, yeah. we already said the Paul Stanley record. Fucking spoiler alert for when we do the episode. It's my favorite. Same. It's a great fucking record, but that to me is like, I guess maybe the Paul Solo record is like the leftovers that didn't make Killers, even though it came mm. out before. But you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like he like saved, he had all these songs for a solo record and you put it out, but then he saved like a handful of songs for for something later for Kiss. And then sadly, it just ended up being four fucking new songs on a compilation that's like, I wish it was just a fucking EP. Like, yeah. I listen to those four songs and I don't want to hear Detroit Rock City or Cold Gin coming after it, you know? <laughs> like, I just don't. I mean, I love all that shit too, but like, I want like those four songs plus maybe another two or three. Just make it a short record, make it an EP, whatever. Like, But the good thing is, like on the fucking LP, they're the first two songs of each side. So like literally every time I play it, because I just did it earlier, even like yeah. I just play those two songs on each side. And yeah, so why know. didn't they just make that all its own side? The new yeah, song? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why there was any kind of demand for for that compilation at the time. But what can you do? I don't know. Here's something that's cool about that Killers is I'm a little jealous because you've got a copy of it on vinyl. And then Kenny, I think he's got like four copies of it. Well, fucking next time you're over there, just steal one. <laughs> <laughs> he won't notice it under yeah, your shirt. He, he seriously got four. He's got one where it's like embossed I mean, where the Killers is really like up. Kenny that much to where you wouldn't steal from him. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't steal I from anyone. I do like Kenny. I wouldn't yeah. steal from anyone. I might steal from Denny, but not Kenny. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times I've stolen from Denny. See all those CDs? Uh, <laughs> lost track of what we were fucking um, doing. You're number now. nine. <laughs> my number nine. Well, my number nine is from Killers as well. Oh. I'm just going to talk about Killers all night. All right. Partners in Crime. Oh, dang. Cool. Great fucking song. And it, honestly, that's the one out of the four that like I didn't really get into till later. Like, because I don't think it on the first. I don't know. I think the others just stand out more. Yeah. More of a hook. Blah blah blah. I think Partners in Crime grew on me over the years, to where like now when I listen to it, you know, maybe the last few years, I'm just always like, ah, oh, fuck, that's a really cool song. Like, why didn't I really appreciate that? You know, I I remember seeing the CD, like the import CD at like Best Buy and Co-op and whatever, right? Back in the day. Not back in 1982, obviously, because I was one, but I just mean back in the day, (laughs) back in my day, which was like, you know, another 10 years after the fact plus. But, um, But yeah, I mean, at some point I learned about it 
probably like 20 years ago and the new songs on it and stuff. And then I found a copy of it on vinyl. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think I bought it on eBay. Amazon wasn't a thing yet. I've had that copy for at least like 15 years now. So Amazon wasn't. So you a probably thing. got it probably kind of cheap. Before Dude, I paid like maybe ten like, bucks for it. Yeah, like maybe a little more than that, maybe ten, twelve bucks, and that was kind of expensive because even back then it was like out of print. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It was a German import, so like you know. But I still think I only paid like ten, twelve bucks. I don't Damn. think it was very much. I know. I don't know what it goes for now. I've never looked it up, but I'm not gonna sell my copy anyhow. But you know, yeah. Are you sitting here thinking about how you're going to steal my copy? No, <laughs> no. Oh yeah, like, no. I don't really want to steal from Kenny or Denny because, frankly, both of them are too far away. But I'm already here. No, because. <laughs> but in that closet, Andy yeah. is a lot of guns. Oh yeah. And they can outrun you even if I can't. Yeah, like, but I'm over here all the time. So see, I yeah. would be the first suspect or whatever. It's true, you would. If it went missing. If you next time you're over and we drink and you decide to crash on the couch because you've had too many, first thing I'm gonna do is come down here and flip through my records. <laughs> All right, what's missing? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Oh man. I'm a kidding. Hey, but we're partners in crime on this podcast, so I can't I can't betray That's you. That's true. That's true. Although I'm pretty sure my oldest daughter has stolen from me at some point in her life for part of the crowd that was a good impression so i think i think we're on to number eight you're number eight mine is another paul song not not from killers but it's on creatures of the night and it's danger danger really yeah man i I don't know man i like that one a lot i love that album and for some reason that one's just kind of i don't know Oh, really? Not one of my top picks. Didn't even consider it. I think it's just got like, sure, like Creatures is that one that gets your blood pumping. But I think think Danger does too. I think maybe it's because I just picture Paul running in place again. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Danger, 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 danger. He's jogging. He's running from somebody. (laughs) Danger, danger, somebody's going to rape me. He's just running down an alley. That would have been oh, good. God. You know, they should have hired me for their fucking music video. Yeah, really. Too. Shit. Oh, well. Oh, dude. Speaking of that. Um, Rape or music video director? No, like music videos. Because oh. there's one that I think that like could have been a cool music video for Kiss. Or at least in my head, I've got like, an <laughs> idea for like a music video. I can't wait. Yeah. And it might be on this list. Oh. I thought you were going to break it to me now. Oh. Oh, no, I'm going to make you wait. So that was your number eight. Yeah, Danger. I don't know if you have any prolific thoughts on the lyrics of that song or any Not really, memories. but it's weird that, like, really not really anybody from the band was on that song. It said Bob Kulik, he played lead guitar, and Jimmy Haslip, he played bass, mm-hmm. and he, he did Blackjack with, like, uh, Bruce Kulik and that. So it's kind of like a six mm-hmm. degrees of separation of yeah. Kiss. There, but yeah, it's like it's weird how they started doing that during this era too. It's like yeah, like it wasn't really Kiss. Yeah, like it wasn't Just slap it was whatever like, four faces on the cover and or even here, I guess they didn't even really have a lead guitar. But I for think this that album. that's why it's fucking interesting that whole era because this whole era that we're discussing because there were I mean it was just there was it was not those four guys playing on every song throughout yeah. all those records. So 
Well, my number eight is going back to Unmasked. Oh. And it's the opening track. Is That You? Oh, cool. An insanely poppy, kind of gayish, you know, <laughs> uh, tune. But it makes me happy. Slash gay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but I really, dude, the thing about this song that kind of is funny to me is like, I enjoy it. I love it. I love listening to it. But then when I'm like sitting there thinking about it and listening to it, and maybe, you know, say, quote, critiquing it. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing here, supposedly, on this podcast and making our list, right? Like, the chorus is the weakest part of this song. The verses are really fucking good. And then when it comes in with that pre-chorus where it does, like, that kind of falsetto thing, you know, it kind of goes into a, I don't know, maybe it's like a halftime kind of thing or something. Hmm. Like, but da 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 I don't know what that was I just did. <laughs> but, you know. I got the song. You got it in your head, so you probably heard it the way I did. Everybody listening, yeah. if they don't know the song, eh, they probably just was like, what the fuck was that? Like the ice cream truck fucking? <laughs> or, <laughs> uh, or like a little music box you open yeah. up. and do, 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 Like a circus song. Or like the ballerina <clears throat> thing. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, anyhow, um, I'm all over the place with this, but. I I think that that's really a pretty unique arrangement for them because it's like that pre-chorus could almost be like the chorus. But then yeah. it kicks into this super like, I don't know. I don't want to say generic, but it kind of is, you know, the actual chorus itself, you know. Is that you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> and uh, And then it comes in with like the harmony. Where you and you can really tell like it's Gene singing his part, and it just has like a weird like creepiness when the backing part comes in with like the counter melody thing, where you know Paul's like, "Is that you?" Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. You know, then Gene and the harmony parts, whatever the fuck's going on there, come in like, "Is that you?" you know? <laughs> like I don't know, it's fucking. I just sound like a crazy guy babbling trying to describe all this shit, but. It's uh, fun. It's fun. But it's different. I think that yeah. that song is actually pretty unique in its sound. I think the yeah. arrangement's cool. I think that fucking falsetto part when it comes in is really... That's what makes it pop. If that fucking pre-chorus wasn't there, that song would suck a dick. Because you basically, you'd be like, okay, this verse is really strong, and then what the fuck is this chorus? Yeah. But for some reason where that pre-chorus comes in, it ties the two together, and then it's like... That kind of generic, weird, I don't know, chorus that does come in just works, you know? Yeah. I like the song. Like, I don't I don't mind that song and Shandy on the record, but, like, that Kissology volume, too. They've got that concert from Australia uh, with that lineup um, with Eric Carr. And, like, they kind of, like... I don't know like what the word would be, but maybe they kind of bump up the tempo a little bit. And I like those songs better when they're doing them live versus the record. Yeah. I could see that with that song for sure. And actually, I like Shandy. I didn't put it on my list, but I do like that song. I've always thought that song was super funny because did did you watch the Kissology thing with the commentary on ever? Yeah. And like when they show the video for Shandy and Paul's just like, yeah, so like Bruce Springsteen had a song called Sandy 
And we just thought, well, that worked for him, so we're going to do a song called Sandy. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, you just admitted that you ripped Bruce Springsteen off? Like, yeah. fuck it. That was, he had a hit, so we're just going to, like, add one letter. But he <laughs> kind of ripped off Rod Stewart for um, Hard Luck Woman a little bit. Well, I think he I says that was in written that, with the intention of yeah. Rod singing it or something. Right? Something like we talked about that before. But. It's in his style or something. But I think <clears throat> I read something later or saw something where Paul he just says I just heard songs like that and tried to do my own version of uh, it or something. So so he's kind of ripping it off, but he's almost like vomiting up his yeah uh, his own version. Well. I guess it's just a weird thing to yeah. admit. Like, yeah. With that one, like, the Rod Stewart thing, I kind of get, like, I could see, like, saying, like, okay, I heard Maggie May. It was inspired, so I wrote this, right? But, like, he was just straight up like, well, <laughs> the boss wrote Sandy. I'm going to write one called Shandy. Yeah. It's like, come the fuck on, you know? Hey, well, then we got Bob's record store out of it, so. God, yeah, that's true, but. Still, it's just weird. It's just yeah. weird that he admitted it. Like, yeah. I probably would have taken that shit to my grave. Although, I guess he's got so much money and might just, you know, he's all, at that point, even was already at a point where it was like, ah, fuck it. I don't have to yeah. worry about anything ever again. You know, but it was just so shameless. <laughs> I don't know if it was, like, admirable or just I should be shaking my head at the whole fucking thing. But <laughs> it was funny, nonetheless. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I think it's on to your number seven. Yeah. Man, I'm really hoping, hoping I didn't uh, come up with this list uh, for this intent to get shit from people. Um, I hope you did. Because they're my songs. <clears throat> so I'm not doing it to intentionally get shit, but then I kind of hope I get some shit. Because so far, like, you know. Fuck you people if you don't like Andy's picks. I haven't picked anything, I guess, stupid, but. Maybe my number uh, seven might fall in that category. I can't wait. <laughs> so we've talked about Creatures, Elder, and Unmask and Killers. Now here's from the one we haven't talked about oh, yet. Oh, boy. So going back to Dynasty. Which is fun. My song for number seven is Dirty Living. Dude, you know what? I wouldn't make funny for that. Oh, I really? I considered putting that on my list. Oh. I mean, fuck, dude. Peter. Dude, that song is so fucking, like... It sings his ass off. Yeah, it's awesome. And then even listening to it, like, I made a playlist of these songs. I honestly... I wanted to kick something off my list just to include that song. So it sounds like me and, like, Torpedo Girl. I'm like, man, can I fit Torpedo Girl yeah, in here? Yeah, I mean, like, Dirty Living's a great song, man. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's kind of dumb in a way, like any other Kiss thing to some degree. It but. sounds really, because people say it's like a disco record, and that kind of sounds kind of disco-y, like it's got that same kind of beat, but then it's... A lot of the stuff does. It's, it's I mean, like, I don't know, man. Even like Gene seems like he's like really playing his ass off on there too. Like It seems like they're like... Yeah, dude, that record, I mean, Gene did, there's, Gene's a good bass player. Fuck everybody ragging on him, dude. I'll say it again, like... He has moments on records where it's like, fuck, that's a good fucking bass line. He's yeah. playing something really cool. It may not be, you know, much less <laughs> yeah, like shit or some yeah. fucking tool or whatever. Fuck, dude. He just, he's come up with some really cool fucking bass parts. Oh. I mean, even, even I was made for loving you, man. Like, fucking, you know, 
that bass hmm. part, ding, 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 you know, like, fuck it. That's what you think of. Somebody says, I was made for loving you. You either think of, or you think of the fucking bass, dude. Yeah. You know? So fuck everyone and anything they have to say. Yeah, like that Dirty was even my that cool was even song. my note for this. Gonna get so much shit on like five O's. I don't know why you yeah. get shit for that. I can't, you know, maybe somebody will correct me and you know, comment and say, and I hope they do. Fuck it, interact with Maybe us, it's just but... me, because at first I thought it was stupid, but then I kind of was like, Man, that song's actually really good. Why don't why did I not like this song? Right. Well, because you were wrong for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. And then you saw that you were wrong and you wow corrected yourself and i'm glad you did yeah because i'm not sure that this relationship would have blossomed if you haven't hadn't matured a little bit over the oh. last few years All so right. thank you andrew yeah. <laughs> i don't know what that was but you're you're welcome <laughs> my number seven is also from dynasty and oh. it's an ace song it's also technically a cover song but i didn't know it until the kiss version but 2000 yeah. man oh okay I've always loved that song. That's a great Ace song because those lyrics, no, he didn't write them, but it sounds like he did. Yeah, like they fit like the Space Ace character. Yeah, they fit the character. Perfect cover song. I considered making it my honorable mention because it was technically a cover song. Mm-hmm. But then if I did that, then I had like, you know, three songs that it's like, okay. Where am yeah. I gonna fit? I gotta now. I gotta choose between these three and make to finalize my list. Yeah. I just thought, no, fuck it, dude. I'm not doing the honorable mention thing. To me, that's a Kiss song. You know, that's how I was introduced to it. That's the version I'm gonna fucking listen to. Yeah. I love the acoustic version, and that's that's my fucking number seven. Mm-hmm. And it's a great song, dude. I still love that fucking song, man. I think the lyrics are so fucking funny, quirky just you know and it like you said it fits his character like he is the lyrics to that song or at least yeah. that's how i picture him and that's how i picture him like home if he was yeah. home with a family and shit <laughs> i picture him just being this like fucking spaced out hippie dork that his <laughs> kids make fun of him like dad what the fuck are you even talking about you know you know kind of like my kids are with me because i feel like i'm speaking a foreign language half the time anymore but they just don't understand they don't <laughs> I just don't understand how proud of my planet I am. <laughs> oh, daddy. All right. Yeah, enough about All that. All right. All right. So my number six is another Paul Stanley song from Killers, Down on Your Knees. Damn. You know what? I'll just move two around because it doesn't really matter. Oh. It's only one off. This was my number five, but I'll switch my five and oh, six. Okay. But Down on Your Knees was one of mine, too. Dude, was, when I first heard uh, the Killer songs, I didn't like this one at all. But now I like it because I think for me personally, it's kind of silly. And how we're doing Paul Stanley impressions, this has that. He's like, "Are you ready to rock?" And then it's like, "All right." And it's got like all that in that song. The verse is very <laughs> a- anthem. Yeah. You know, it's like a anthem, like the yeah. fucking verse. So much so that it's it's almost. Yeah, it's like the fucking verse is big enough to be the chorus almost, in a way. Just the way he's singing, you know, and the delivery and everything. Um, Yeah, but it's kind of like the opposite, too, of how like you just said about uh, the... Is that you with the Gene uh, 
uh, backing vocals. I can tell that this is like Gene on there because he's like, she's all right. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. got that kind of deeper part. So it's kind of cool how yeah he's in there doing um, some backing vocals. Yeah, dude, I love that song, man. And I'm with you on it. Like when I first got Killers, like that was not one that stood out to me. You know, out of those four songs, it was yeah. not one that right away you were like, fuck, because, you know, a couple of those songs are just like so fucking good right out the gate. But down on your knees, man, like once I got into it to where I was like, no, fuck, this is a great song. Like that hook stays in your yeah. head, dude. Like it's in my head right now. It was in my head half the fucking day <laughs> because I listened to Killers like twice, two, three times just today. I was like listening to everything again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's a great chorus, man. The chorus is fucking great, you know? And I mean, I don't know what it's about, but I hope it's about, you know, fellatio. <laughs> um, this is love in the first degree. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, uh, yeah. Songs about sex are just fun. I'm still 12 at heart, okay? <laughs> so. But then it's weird to me, too, because talking about his vocals, it sounds like. Really weird. Like, it sounds like Paul now singing the song in 80s. Like, it sounds like his voice sounds really rough. Like, it sounds like him now, but it was him, like... Maybe he just did a lot of fucking drugs just to prep for that one song. Yeah. He was like, all right, guys, I know that I've always been anti-drug, but I'm going to just do a bunch of blow and drink a bunch of whiskey. <laughs> and maybe he just, you know, him and Bon Scott went and just fucking hung it. Well, wait a minute. This was after that. <laughs> <laughs> terrible with dates um he hung out with somebody yeah. but maybe he just was just getting fucked up just tore his vo voice up on purpose just trying yeah. to be rough he was like i'm gonna do a tough song <laughs> you know this was yeah. <laughs> he was he was prepping for uh what's the one later on uh ah uh, shit from uh look it up uh one day a three hustlers uh, yeah. walked up to me uh, God damn it, what's the name of the song? I'm fucking drawing a blank. Because uh, I got another song yeah. from that era in my head. What is it? Oh, um, fuck. Jesus. Dude, I was going to say On the Eighth Day, but that's a Gene one. Hold on. Yeah, he's trying to do some like rap. He's trying to rap on it. What beat this and what beat that? Yeah. All hell's breaking loose. Yeah. All hell's breaking loose. Hey, man, what be this and what be that? Oh, my God. Uh, somebody slapped the fuck out of me. If I recorded a song and put that out right now, I'm pretty sure somebody, whether it's somebody I know, someone that's related to me, a friend, or somebody I've never, ever met in my life, someone would slap the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I would deserve it. Oh, man. But yeah, he was, you know, he was trying to be tough. He was like, down on your knees, bitch. Um... I don't know what he was doing there, but it was a great song. I like it too. Yeah. So, all right. I'm with you. So now you got to do your number five. Is that the first time we matched up so far? Oh no! Wait, you had no. one that's coming later. <clears throat> yeah. Um, There's one nowhere to run, right? Yeah, that's yeah. later on. All Pretty right. high up my list. Because I think alert. the last one we matched four times on the Kiss one, and that was the most I think we've ever hmm. kind of overlapped. Well, my number five. It's from Creatures of the Night, and it's a Gene song. War Machine! Oh, it's a Brian Adams song. Yeah. Dude, I like that song. Didn't make my list, but I'm with you on that. Like, yeah. that is a great song. It's a great Gene song. Yeah. 
That's uh, that's Gene. Uh, for me, this is one like a lot of these Kiss songs. Like I don't have any attachment to them because they came like later into my life. But I guess growing up, I was a huge like pro wrestling fan, you know. And I'm not as much anymore. But there was a wrestler way back like in like '99, and his name was Taz, and he used an instrumental uh, version of this as his entrance music. You know, when he comes out. And he was kind of doing almost like the MMA thing where he had like a towel over his head. And he would do, he was like basically like a midget Goldberg where he would do suplexes and stuff. And all of his moves, his name was Taz. All of his moves were like the Tazplex instead of the suplex or the Taz mission instead of a submission. So that was like a Did thing he- that kind of got me into Kiss was like, or I kind of checked him out at first was I was like, well, what's this song? Because sometimes wrestling would use real like rock songs or they'd use like you know knockoff versions so i saw that his music was based off of a kiss song and i'm like man that's badass but then i listen to other kiss songs i'm like man i just want more metal shit like this but then so so i guess what i'm saying is when i was like 15 i wasn't ready for kiss then later in my like later 20s i was ready for kiss maybe kiss wasn't ready for you yeah I don't know, but I still like War Machine because it's heavy and it's got that. It is. It's got cool. It's a great riff, man. It's that, got like, a good vibe. It's got the vibe that's it's a great. Yeah. It's a great Gene song. Yeah. The dark songs are great for Gene. Yeah. You know, when Gene starts, you know, singing about wanting to bang a chick half his age, that's when it gets a little <laughs> sketchy. But yeah, like that's the weird thing um, with Creatures too. Is it's like. At least for me, all the other albums leading up to this, like it's been like the Paul songs really stand out. And then the Gene ones are just okay. And this seems like, to me, this is the first one, Creatures is the first one, where I would say the Gene songs are better than the Paul songs. Maybe not better, but maybe as equal, or it's right. almost like it's kind of an even. No, I know what you're saying. Playing field for him or something. Because that's actually a great segue into my next one. Oh, okay. And I, and that was a hard record because I love that record front to back, and there's some great shit. I don't want to talk too much about it. I don't know how much more from that record you have, but there, yeah, you're right. There's solid Gene songs, you know. Yeah. Um. But I love it loud, even though I'm picking like kind of a obvious hit. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing the video for I Love It Loud on MTV. Oh, shit. When I was a kid, and I was just like, what the fuck? Might have been one of the first times I saw Kiss. I've had, I feel like I've had a, a few different moments where I've seen them, but like on MTV or on TV or whatever, like live performances. But I remember seeing that video where the kid's like in front of the television, and then, you know, Gene's on the TV and everything, mm-hmm. and... I, there was just something about it, man, like being young and seeing that. And that has a really – the thing about it is it's got that anth- anthemic type, like shout it out loud type fucking chorus, right? Yeah. Which is fine, you know. Um, I don't know how easy those are to write. I've never written one. But they seem like they'd be simple. Like you come up with a catchphrase, you come up with a quick little melody, and it's whatever, right? And it's catchy. Everybody at the concert could fucking cheer along with it and whatever. But that verse is fucking awesome. Like, the melody of that verse, he could just be fucking singing anything. 
you know. <laughs> Stand up, you don't have to be afraid. He could just go into whatever, right? Like yeah. chicken salad with mayonnaise. <laughs> he could just I don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> Buffalo chicken sauce. <laughs> Take it or leave it. I don't Man, are you hungry or something? Kinda. I didn't have dinner, but <laughs> but I'm just saying he could have like he could be singing anything. Yeah. And I just would be fucking nodding my head to that. Like that's to me like one of Gene's best fucking like verses based on melody alone. Like it's fucking awesome. And yeah. you know, and it's great because that song really it's not played like as much as rock and roll all night or shout it out loud or Detroit rock city. But to me, it should be, it should just be right up there with all of those. I think just because it came out after their heyday, like it came out when they were kind of, their popularity was kind of dying, you know, creatures was, it's no secret that, you know, when they were playing shows on the creatures tour, the fucking, attendance was dwindling down and you know in some ways it's almost like their motley crew 94 karabi record yeah you know like a great fucking record but like the attendance was dwindling down the fan uh it's the reason they fucking said okay let's take the makeup off like they knew they had to shake things up and yeah try to do something different but nonetheless this song i think later on in life maybe became like a live staple after they did their whole like okay reunion with the original four then that whatever kind of they parted ways and then bring in Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer and everything so now they kind of pull from different eras a little bit more like they even play like some non-makeup stuff like Lick It Up live and Crazy Nights but um you know, I think that song gets more love maybe now than it did back in the day. Because it's hard to think, like, I guess what we're saying is it's a great song. And if you would hear that record, you'd be like, man, that's a fucking awesome song. But it's, it's like, a hit. why why wouldn't it take off? Or why wouldn't it be on yeah. classic rock radio now? Right. And I think it something. was a hit for its time, but I just don't think it, like... It didn't have any length, or I mean yeah, longevity, longevity or something. Wasn't but you there. would think that, like it, it like would. Everybody remembers rock and roll all night. Yeah, shout it out loud, Detroit Rock City, and you know, obviously those are great songs too. But you know, I don't know that one to me is up there. Um, so yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to yeah. it. I think we are on to. Number four? Number four, yeah. Man, I don't know, dude. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else from Creatures. So, like, I guess I got to get in my shit about Creatures before then. Well, But, yeah, man, Creatures, dude, it's a really fucking consistently heavy album. It's a good rock. It's a solid rock album. Part of me wanted to have more on my list than what I have because I love that album so much, but... I'm really looking forward to this thing. They're supposedly supposed to be doing like a deluxe, like a remaster thing. Right. Have they done the pre-order for that yet? No. Yeah, because I haven't no, they seen have, I think there was just an article it. where Gene like, yeah. mentioned that they're I'm working on it. I'm hoping it's something cool, though. Don't just fucking give me some half-assed thing and charge me $100 for it. Yeah, because 
Well, I guess technically where I'm going with this is there's some cool fucking demos yeah. that I've heard from that um, era. So, like, I'd like to get maybe more, like, cleaned up versions than just, right. like, you know, fifth or sixth generation bootlegs. Right. But, so my number four, I'm going back to Dynasty, and this song's fucking awesome because it's got fucking lasers in it. It's fucking I Was Made for Loving You, and it's got that... How did I know you were going to have that on there? I don't know, man. It's cool. I don't hate that song. I used to hate the song. I never hated it. Because I thought you were supposed to hate the song, right? When you're young, you're getting into Kiss, you're like, oh, yeah. They're a metal band. They're a rock band. Oh, fuck. They did this disco song. That's fucking gay. Well... Now, like, I don't think that way. Like, yeah. I do think it's a well-written song. It's a catchy song. Get it in your head, it's yeah. in your fucking head. Yeah. It's in my head right now just because you sang that fucking... Yeah. However, I sang it, I thought it was cooler, but... Dude, I like the solo, that... <clears throat> I don't know how to do it, but it's almost, like, really, like... I don't know, like, I look like I'm, like... Like having a seizure or something. Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure like, that's not how they played it. I don't know. The solo's having a seizure cool with an air guitar. In. Yeah. But then too, isn't this song I didn't do my homework. I'm just going off the top of my head. Isn't this the first song that they co wrote with Desmond Child? It was Paul Stanley and Desmond Child and I know he had a band. Yeah, Desmond But was Child this Rouge. basically maybe the song that kind of put him on the map because I if he might not have worked with Paul Stanley, he might not have worked with like Bon Jovi later. Surely he so, did co-write this. I don't really. So I'm going to say that this this is very pivotal moment, pivotal moment in music history. It got Desmond Child like, you know, it got his name out there. Yeah. I don't know. I own the Rouge record. Oh Isn't yeah, that what it was called? Desmond Child I and think, Rouge. Yeah, Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Dude, yeah. I yeah, picked that so. up at a garage sale. Not sure why it seemed like a good idea to buy it, other than the fact that I'd never seen a copy of it anywhere. So I bought it. Huh? Yeah. Like, why not throw it in the collection? Why not? You huh. know, I've got dumber shit in there. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, you know what? little segue time. My oh. number four is from Dynasty. Oh. It sure knows something. Oh, Andy's got it in there, too. That's a great song. That's a great song. I'll just, I'll just, you, because it seems like anytime we do this, I always say something, and you have it higher. Mm. So you swap yours and stuff. Well, now this is the first time I think where I've had something in higher. Well, this is my number two. Ooh. Sure know something is my number two. Sure know something. Oh. Yeah, man. It's, it's a cool. great song. I love that song. But no, it's, I really, yeah, I love that song, man. And once that's in your head, yeah. once that chorus is in your head, it's great. I mean, I feel like it's, you know, it's got the same disco-esque type thing that yeah. uh, I was made for loving you has, but I just think it's a better song. I think it's more well-written. I think the yeah. lyrics are better. I don't think the lyrics are dumb. Like... I listen to it and I don't go, this is kind of stupid. Like, 
even though that's a lot of the Kiss stuff. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, you go, oh, that's kind of dumb. But I'm tapping my foot, and I'm... Yeah. But, you know, uh, to me, this song is just a good song. Like, all the way around. It's just a good fucking song. I would like to talk more about it, quote some lyrics or something, yeah. but for some reason, I can't get I Was Made For Loving You out of my head oh, ever since sorry. you sang the fucking... Oh, sorry. The doo-doos. Oh, the doo-doos. The doo-doo-doo-doo-doos. My note for um, I Was Made For Loving You says undeniable. Mm. Undeniable. Yeah, so see, you can't get it out of your head. Like, But I'll take over uh, with Sure Know Something. This is actually how I said I heard War Machine, and I liked it, but then I, I rejected Kiss. Well, Sure Know Something is the one that actually hooked me on Kiss. Because I was in Acme Comics. And I think I was in there... I think I was looking for X-Files comic books or something like that. And I was in there and I heard a song and I was like, what the hell is this? Because I recognized Paul Stanley's voice because you can, you can instantly recognize that. But I was like, this sounds weird. It was Paul Stanley and it was doing an acoustic thing. So I was like, what is this? Well, then I looked it up. I looked it up on my own because I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to seem like a weirdo. They were like, oh, yeah, this is like blah, blah, blah. You know, so like I just went home and looked it up later and it was sure know something from the MTV Unplugged album. And I was like, shit, that was a fucking cool song. So I listened to the entire Unplugged album and that's what hooked me on Kiss. Well, hell yeah. Well, I think at this point it brings me to my number three, Mm -hmm. which it's a good thing we're here because I was tired of holding back. My number three was your number, whatever the fuck it was, way earlier on. Uh, number nine. And I don't know how you had it that low. but I don't know. Nowhere to run from killers, man. Yeah. That fucking goddamn chorus. Fucking awesome. Dude, I think I even had Dirty uh, Living over Nowhere to Run. Yeah, it's weird, man. <laughs> it's weird. Nowhere to Run is just, yeah. Dude, it's so funny because when I posted earlier, I just posted that picture because I was yeah. listening to Killers, and then Jason McMichael yeah. uh, commented and said... He referenced Nowhere to Run being like, however he said it, like a great underrated Kiss song. And I wanted to comment back, but I was like, ah, Andy looks at my comment, it'll spoil it. See, I was going to say the same thing. I wanted to comment, but I knew uh, that would be the same thing because I saw that you had loved it. I liked it, but I saw that you loved that comment. Oh, I I did. I was like, damn. I loved it so much. I fucking, seriously, I took it to bed and snuggled with it. (laughs) And uh, then I had to wake back up and do this podcast. But no, yeah, great song, man. One of my favorite. I mean, this this might, I don't know, man. If we did a top 10, maybe 20 all-time Kiss songs, this might have to make it. Dude. It'd be tough, dude. It'd be tough. It, it would probably make my um, list, like if we did a top uh, 10 or 20. Like, of just every fucking Kiss Overall. album ever. Yeah. It's so hard to not, man. Well, basically, having like three episodes almost, we're going to have 30 songs. So, yeah, it would be in my top 20 probably. Or for sure. Well, way to fucking bring logic and common sense into this, Andy. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's not what we're about. True. True. I haven't But now that you broke yet. it down into numbers, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. I guess me saying that doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Well, so now I think we're on to your number two. No, well, my number two was sure no. Well, something. that was your number two, but now your number three. Oh, 
So then my next one in line uh, is from the elder. Oh, my God. I know. I got something from the elder that high. And it's the one that I would want to make a music video for. And you're, like, scratching your head and, like, rubbing your eyes. And you're, like, about to, like... From the elder, it is I. I believe in me. Man, it's, like, a good anthem where, like, dude, like, I'll put that on. And I feel like I could run in place or, or run a million miles or something, dude. Like... I don't know, man. I like the song. It's got a it's a good positive anthem, but it's got a good groove. And I like how it's got Gene and Paul singing on there. They each trade off. And then why I would want to do a music video is there's this thing where there's a snap section. It's like instead of like a solo, you could have somebody snapping and stuff. I don't know. Well, if you haven't noticed, Andy. I'm not exactly the guy out there waving the flag for positivity. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we so, need more positivity. Not my there. favorite song. So so I'm sorry. I believe in me. Oh, yeah. And then Gene's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Gene's back there with his pro wrestler yeah. fucking banter. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Fuck, I'm just, I can't believe that's ranked that high. I mean, you ranked that above Nowhere to Run? Yeah. Jeez. Fuck yeah, I did. How many drugs did you do this week? Dude, I even like the Oath. I didn't uh, even too. think I didn't did put drugs. the Oath on there, but I like that one on there. That one's fucking got some killer fucking guitar. That one has potential. I'll give the Oath. I'll, that one at least had potential. Fell short for me. Oh, yeah. But I don't know, dude. Like I said earlier, like I was listening. I was trying to give Van Halen 3 another fucking oh, yeah. chance today, you know? And then off of that, I decided to give the last Extreme album another chance. And oh, it's just really? like, some things, man, I just keep giving them chance after chance after chance. Um, and it's like, if I release this fucking record, nobody would fucking give it a ch- another chance. Nobody would give it the first chance, but anybody that did wouldn't give it the second chance. Why the fuck do I keep listening to these records, uh, hoping that one day <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, never mind, this is fucking brilliant. Well, you know? here's something, here's something, though, that you might slap me for, or I think Chris... Um, Nauman slapped me once, but like, um, you know, I mentioned the Doro version of Only You. I like the share version of A World Without Heroes. If I was well, doing songs of Kiss covers, I would put that near the top of my list. I like the share version. I'm guessing make- you don't have World Without Heroes on your list. No, I like that song. I do. That's one song that off of. The Elder, I think it's a good song, and I like yeah. the Unplugged version a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I, that won me over, and, uh, you know, I just, other than that, though, that record's just, I can't do it, man. I don't, I, I, like I said, I keep trying, and yeah. it's just, they lose me. They just fucking lose me. They're trying so hard to not be cheesy that it's cheesy. They're trying so hard to not be cheese that it's cheesier than them just shamelessly being cheesy. Actually, <clears throat> Creatures isn't the Motley 94 record. I think Elder is the Motley 94 record in this in this context because some people say, well, maybe they should have released it, you know, under another band name. If like I think the Elder got released as something else entirely, it might be a little bit more well 
like receipt. I'm not saying it's like a hidden or lost gem, but it might be a little bit more well received if it didn't have the kiss name on it. I don't agree with that, uh, but I'm gonna let you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have it. You can have it. I don't have to agree uh, with okay. it, I, but yeah. I don't see where you're coming from with that. All right, I think I think musically there's some cool stuff, but it's just it's it's not a kiss thing. Right. I don't think it works cohesively. Yeah. yeah. Kiss or not, but that's me. You know, I think the difference, like the Motley '94 record, is it's a cohesive great fucking record with great songs it sounds yeah. fucking awesome everybody was on top of their game at that point and was doing what they did best yeah oh yeah best. and i don't think kiss was there with this whether they were called kiss or anything yeah. different so that's why i'm arguing that oh okay. that's my that's my argument to it but yeah you don't have to agree but i believe in me I did up until this episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> up until that last <laughs> right. pick. So you've got two left. I so got one left. My number two is the title track from Creatures of the Night. Oh. Creatures of the Night. It's because it's just a big, bombastic sounding song, like from the opening drum fill, you know. And I don't know. Some, you know. Just, and that you know, lead. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Whatever that is. That's, that's it. The start. It's do, 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 do. I think that's the exact, that's what the guitar was saying there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. I love doing like guitar sounds. Yeah. And shit. Like with our mouths. Or me even singing stuff and not really singing it and just making the melody because I know yeah. it's not close. Like, I didn't sit down and study the melody before we did this episode, so whatever comes out of our mouth is going to be <laughs> fucking stupid. Dude, the other thing, though, with Creatures in this era, that Cosology thing's cool because it's got a little bit of that, that uh, Rio show, like, show yeah. or something where it's got them and it's got the little cannon at the stage with the cannon drum kit and stuff, and they do that. And the songs are just fucking pumped and up. Vinny like had they, the fucking makeup on, like yeah. one of the few times you see Vinny with the makeup on. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, dude, I love that era. I wish there was more footage. Yeah. That would come out from that tour. Dude, one thing I think is cool is Bob. He has like tons of like tour books. You know, they don't release those now. But you gave me one like a Kiss tour book from like the reunion tour. Well, he had a bunch of old like Kiss tour books. And he had one from the Creatures tour, and he let me borrow it because I was going to do a couple paintings and drawings, and I didn't have anything with Vinny and Eric. I didn't have any pictures that had, like, like their makeup that was really good, like a big, like, quality photo of it. He let me borrow the Creatures uh, tour book, and I'm like, man, this is fucking awesome because it has a lot of, like, photos and everything from that tour that's not really, like... You don't really see. Yeah, like, that's where I'm going. You don't really yeah. see that anywhere else. No, that'd be really cool. Yeah. That's something I would steal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I gave it back. I hope Kenny doesn't have any of those laying around. <laughs> well, he so, did. No, <laughs> nah, dude, but yeah, that song, that title track, to me, that's just a great... That's another great anthem-type song in a way. Like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Yeah, love that song, man. Every time I put that record on, it's just that opening fucking drum fill and it kicks in and just yeah yeah it just feels good it's like oh fuck you know because you got to figure out after all the other shit before that 
like if you you could basically just go straight from and look i'm not a big love gun fan we talked about this on the last episode i think yeah. that a lot of that material is just weak so i almost think that creatures in a perfect world would be the follow-up to destroyer oh and dude, rock and roll yeah. over you know go those two records because destroyer rock and roll over they really are fucking just like these great fucking records man you know destroyers kind of got the bigger production rock and roll over is a little bit more just rock and roll right let's more raw rock and roll record if you just went straight from them doing kind of those two things like the best of both worlds of what they're really great at and then went to them doing something a little bit heavier with creatures of the night that's the next step. That's the logical next step. Yeah. Everything that was in between there kind of doesn't make sense, even though there's some great shit in between there, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. But. Because, yeah. Being the hard rock fan that loves Kiss. Yeah. You know, not the art, not somebody that would see it from an artistic level or wants pop songs or whatever, like somebody that just wants another hard rock record from the band that just brought us all of this and then ended on rock and roll over destroyer let's even just throw a love gun in there and fucking you know have a live two and all that and a live two happens and it's like uh yeah they're fucking awesome (laughs) and then boom creatures of the night I don't think the momentum would have stopped. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think they would have hit the brick wall that they hit with releasing Dynasty and Elder and Unmasked. and. Yeah. I think the momentum would have kept going. I think they got like... But I think like, they, they got too big or something. But they needed all mm-hmm. that in between to get back to their roots, I yeah. think, right? Because yeah. then you got to figure after creatures like... All the unmasked, all the non-makeup era stuff got pretty hard rockish. Like, you know, they didn't really backpedal and try to fucking... They didn't say, oh, let's try to release our own version of, you know, fucking Genesis record. (laughs) I think we're on to our number one, and so I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say this. I got a feeling we have the same number one. No, we we don't. No, we don't. Mine... (laughs) Is and I'm glad I'm doing mine first and we got out of order or whatever. If we don't, I can't fucking believe you didn't have this song. My number one is here. I'll just say it. It's not an official Kiss song, but it is an official Kiss song. It's it's my life, and I thought that I could technically use it because. It's from the box set or whatever, but I guess the box set version was a re-recorded from the um, Psycho Circus thing. But the original one goes back to this era, and I think it should have been on this album, um, Creatures. But, like, It's My Life is actually my favorite Kiss song ever of all of Kiss's albums. So it sucks that it's not on an official record, so that's why I'm hoping that the Creatures, like, reissue thing comes out. Gets the, you get the... Yeah, because I don't know why this was not on a fucking record. How you were saying I Love It Loud has like the anthem, you know, that you can sing along and pump your fist to. It's my life and I'll do what I want to do. You know, that's kind of got the fist pumping thing. 
But I think the only thing I can rationalize it is, and maybe Bob or Denny might know, why they did not put it on an album is maybe because they had rock and roll all night, shout out loud, then they went poppier and poppier and had like tomorrow and tonight. So maybe this was too poppy. And they're like, we don't want to do anything too poppy. So let's just get it out of there. And then I Love It Loud was the fist pumper, but it's lower because it's a more of a gene vocal, you know, because it's still got the anthem, I love it loud, but it's yeah. like down here. Whoa, 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 whoa. So that fit the record more Again, it's because it's like more growly thing. and down. And I think it's my life was like higher. But then they give it to Wendy O. Williams and she records it. I don't know. I don't I don't know, but like dude, that could have put him like back on the map sooner. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. I uh I don't know, man, I but I, that, already, I love that song. I think I already said that I'm not like a big advocate for cheery positive songs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I you know, it's one of those it's it's not I don't want to say it's lost on me, but I yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Doesn't, yeah, because uh, Kiss isn't cheery. They're more sexy, or yeah. I want to be sexy. Or... Yeah. Mr. Speed! Yeah. <laughs> I just picture a lot of chest hair yeah. when I think of Kiss, and yeah. I've got a decent amount of chest hair, and so that's why I Maybe you're right. Kiss, Lyrically, you know? it doesn't fit Kiss. <clears throat> no, I mean, yeah, it's a catchy enough song and stuff, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It just makes me scratch my head. It wasn't on my radar cool. at all, so, I mean, I give you props for finding something that was, you know... So I tried to find the loophole because I'm like, well, it is official because it was on a box set. So it's still official in the Kiss catalog. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, if it comes, you know, my Prince thing had a lot of B-sides. Yeah. You know, so they weren't technically on those records that we said they were going to be, but they were from that time frame. So, I mean, and this this is technically a B-side, even though it wasn't released from a, as a B-side from that era. But or I think we said both. We both had our favorite Megadeth song was Angry Again. Right, and that one of was, them, yeah, it was up there, and that's that like a soundtrack. a soundtrack thing. Yeah. So, all right, hey, so that's my, what? it's my the life, it's are... my life, and it's my list, and I'll do what I want to do. Your fucking <laughs> rules, man. Well, my number one, which I just thought for sure, as big of a fan of Killers as you were, like it had to be on oh. your list. But I'm a legend tonight, like, yeah. Man, I can't believe it wasn't on your list. Like, I know, like I don't know. I There's love... only ten spots or something, and I guess I like, I like down on your knees more. It just over wow. time, it just shot up the wow, shot up the chain. I don't know. I'm a legend tonight. To me, has always been such a great fucking song. Yeah. To me, that is the best Kiss song from that era. It's the best Kiss song from Killers. The little the opening riff. With kind of the halftime drum beat thing, like it's, you know, and then it kicks in, and you know, and just the chorus just has like fucking, it has about as much attitude as Paul's gonna give you, right? Like, you know, he's not exactly like fucking throwing out some fucking, you know, leaving from fear type shit. Like, he's not that fucking crazy and screaming and fuck you, I don't care about you kind of shit, but, like, it's as much as Paul Stanley can fucking be like, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) To me, just, I'm a legend tonight, it's just, it's just that fucking arrogance. Oh, yeah. It's, it does, it just epitomizes, like, 
I don't know. It's almost like Prince's Baby, I'm a Star, right? Like, who the fuck would write that? Who would be <laughs> cocky and arrogant enough to write I'm a Legend Tonight or, you know, Baby, I'm a Star, you know? Yeah, but, true. But there's something that's really fucking endearing about those songs where, like, you listen to it and you just, you're like, fuck, man, that's a great chorus and that's... Fuck it, you are. I mean, he is a fucking legend. Paul Stanley's a fucking legend, you know, and that's a great fucking song. I love the riff. I love the fucking verse. Yeah. I love the fucking arrangement of the song and the chorus when it kicks in. And I'm a legend, you know. Fuck. That's all I have to say. One word. Well, Fuck. It's my life. <laughs> It's my list. Dude, but seriously, if that was an EP and it was on its own and it was its own thing and not like a compilation thing, that would be like it up be here. So near, much it would be fucking near the top of the uh, KISS uh, uh, Kissology or whatever. KISS discography. The total pull of KISS disc. If it was just like... What they were going to do, and like if they did an album where it was the four killer songs, It's My Life, uh, The Only You or whatever with the other version, then there's even a cool leftover Gene song called Legends Never Die. If they put all those together, that'd be like the fucking best Kiss album right there. All those songs, all the leftovers plus the killer songs. Obviously, my... Four, almost half of my list yeah. was the four songs from that fucking record. Well, I almost didn't want to put all four of them on there. So I, think, I didn't. I felt like it was redundant, yeah. but I couldn't yeah. do this list and not... Like, I wouldn't be honest if I started throwing yeah. other songs on there just for the sake of diversifying my list. Like, yeah. those four songs had to be on there or I was full of shit. You know what I mean? Oh, well, so, here's a question uh, for you. How do you feel about Talk To Me? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I think that song is the dumbest fucking song of all the dumb Ace Frehley songs. That song is so fucking dumb that it is it single-handedly hurts that fucking album. Mm-hmm. I like the other Ace songs on it. Actually, they're fucking, you know, like I said, Torpedo Girls on my fucking list. I love that fucking yeah. song. I don't even kind of mind two sides of the coin. Yeah, that one ain't bad. Not it's not great. bad, but the talk to me, talk to yeah. me. I just need a little conversation. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, seriously, like it's just silly. Like, like, you didn't, you couldn't come up with anything else. Like, that's so fucking generic and stupid. Like, talk to me, talk yeah. to me, words. <laughs> like what the fuck although two sides of the coin is kind of dumb because isn't that the one where he's like we're gonna we'll we'll meet and then we'll go on some dates go on some dates he just kind of repeats right. the same thing yeah. and then she took me for a whirl and she was a girl or something there's some other kind of it's got it's like the verses and that are dumb but the two sides of the coin, like, I like that chorus. Yeah, that part ain't bad. Yeah, like... It redeems itself. Yeah, talk like, to me does... Talk yeah. to me gets dumber. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, this verse is really stupid. Then the chorus comes in and it's like, wow, that somehow just outdid itself. It outdumbed itself. <laughs> that is a bad fucking song. I've always hated Talk to Me. I fucking yeah. hate it. 
every time I think of like when the discussion was going on about Ace having dumb songs, look, there's tons of dumb lyrics. With yeah. Ace, it's not just the fucking dumb lyrics. It's the dumb delivery of dumb lyrics. Yeah. Because I, he's got a very choppy delivery anyhow. So like, it's just too easy to fuck it up. And he fucks yeah. it up a lot, I think. Like, I just don't think, you know, I mean, back in the New York Grooves, a fucking cover song. Yeah. 2000 Man's a cover song. Like, somehow those are good, but then like, Talk to Me's fucking terrible. And then... You know, Torpedo Girl's great, but, it, you know, <clears throat> it's one of those things like maybe lightning in a bottle for him just isn't as frequent as yeah. it is for Paul, you know? Yeah, because I think once he kind of started singing, they're like, oh, now we have to give him like a third of the album yeah. because he's got like three. We let everybody else sing. Yeah, he's got three on on Unmask and he's got like three on Dynasty. I think he's got more on Dynasty uh, than Gene. Or whatever. And speaking of that, I actually do like Charisma. And that's one yeah, that I no, cut no. off my list. I cut it off. But I like that one because it's got that... It's got some kind of like, you know... Charisma! Yeah, it's stupid too, yeah. but... It's, it's stupid, but it's good stupid. It's so catchy. there's like bad Charisma. stupid and good stupid. That's yeah, all it it's... Yeah, there's some stuff of theirs that's stupid, but it's like a guilty pleasure. And then some stuff, even, you know, the lyrics might be kind of dumb, but they're fucking great at the same yeah. time. Some of this stuff is just really fucking bad. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to deny that Gene hasn't had some really, really bad... There's a fine line between good stupid and bad stupid. Yeah, well, some <laughs> stuff just has a certain charm to it, you know? There but, was something else I was going to ask you, too, another one. Because um, we're probably not going to talk about this era ever again. What do you think about I Still Love You? Because Bob, I think Bob, he says he hates that song. I don't and then hate even it. at the uh, Shane Tasser birthday party, um, I think a couple of them ended up playing that. Did they? Or something. I think, I think it's all right, but it's kind of like a little bit too slow or something for that album. It's a ballad, obviously, but I don't mind it. I don't hate it. I just yeah. don't, I don't ever listen to it on purpose. Yeah. You know, like I don't go, oh, fuck, you know what I want to listen to? And then put it on. That doesn't happen, but well, man, I tell you what, I feel like this is probably a pretty diverse yeah. selection of songs and stuff. Like you know, thanks for not rolling your eyes at me too much. Well, <laughs> you know, we're not going to agree on everything. Yeah. That's yeah. just the way it is. And there's going to be stuff that I love that you probably think is yeah. fucking ridiculous, and vice versa. So, as much as I was looking forward to this episode. I was really wanting to do this just to get it out of the way so we can go to the next Prince one and Motorhead. Because I'm really amped up for those, too. I'll say this. Because I'm really, really getting into Prince the a next lot. Prince, in the, next the next Prince thing is going to be tough because the next era we're doing is, man, there's a lot of fucking good shit. Yeah. So that's going to be tough. There's a lot of fucking good shit in there. Like, yeah. It's going to be tough. You kind of wanted to do Prince for like a long time, and I was kind of dragging my feet. And even the first era, I was like, it's all right, but I don't love it. But I love this next era of Prince. Yep. All right, man. Well, all right. been fun. Yeah. And uh... we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>